0: Uh, Joining me now is uh, New Zealand Herald political reporter Adam Pearce. Good morning. Good morning. So you're at the New Zealand First conference. Uh, Winston says New Zealand First is coming back again. Are they?
1: Yeah, well that's really the big question that everyone is here in Christchurch to try and answer, really. Uh, From what I can tell after the first day down here, it's been quite a different scene than in previous conventions. And the party seems to have quite a bit of life and quite a bit of energy to it. They've obviously been uh, reinvigorated after a time away from the public eye. From about the 2020 election to June last year, they really didn't make any public statements. But now they've come back and they're making some pretty bold claims about where they want to be and, and how they want to get there. So, really, it's, it's
0: anyone's guess at this stage. So, Winston's made a big deal over the, uh, in the past of being the handbrake on Labour. doesn't sound much of a policy, isn't it? We're going to be the handbrake on another party. What are the ideas they think are going to get them in?
1: Well, that's what we're expecting to hear from Winston later this afternoon. We should be expecting his leader's address at about 2 o'clock, where he'll speak to roughly about 100 people members that have gathered here for the convention. He has uh, obviously kept things pretty close to his chest, as he usually does, but uh, he has signalled that he will be unveiling some economic policies, in particular also on education, crime. So the usual haunts of, of New Zealand first, but obviously ones that will look to detract from what he believes the government has been performing so poorly on.
0: So in the absence of New Zealand First, there are other parties which have stepped up and obviously acts, um, you know, increased its support by quite a bit. Is there actually a place for New Zealand First?
1: Well, if you ask New Zealand First, and I did ask Winston of this uh, last week, he said there's always room at the top, which I think is a uh, an interesting comment <laughs> for someone that has been out of the political life for a while, although... Uh, Winston, someone that, as he notes, you can't discount. He's been in politics for a long time. He knows the game. Uh, speaking to political scientists, they recognise his pedigree and his ability to identify where he can slot into the political sphere. So I think no matter what the environment looks like at the moment with that gaining momentum, uh, Winston and New Zealand First should be able to find their niche.
0: So he's predicting a snap election, isn't he?
1: He is. He thinks that things will get so bad for Labour at some stage next year that they'll have to call a, a snap election, which I think is a, is a big call this far out. But it obviously shows in their planning. So that it sounds like New Zealand First are as planned as they have ever been. So it, it sounds like they are certainly uh, expecting an early run-in.
0: Any sign of uh, what the rest of the team might look like for New Zealand First?
1: Yeah, well, there's a handful of former MPs at the convention this weekend. We've got Fletcher Tabato, uh, Derek Ball, Jenny Marcroft is back in the fold after leaving the party. So we haven't had confirmation exactly who will be running, but you'd expect... If those former MPs are here in Christchurch, they must have some interest.
0: Yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, the, just other politics, the the uh, losing of her portfolios, uh, Barbara Kuriger, um her position has become became untenable. I saw one news made wanted to get really excited about it, but I struggled <laughs> to get excited. Tell me about what's happened there.
1: Yes, well, Barbara Kruger has obviously lost her uh, portfolios after it came out that she had ongoing involvement. Uh, in a matter between her son and MPI and this harks back to uh, a 2020 legal proceeding you know, Luxon came out pretty strongly the other day talking about how uh, there was a need to address the conflicts and that it was a serious lapse in judgment and if we cast our minds back to, to Sam Uffindale and and the nature of how that was brought up I think Luxon was keen to, to nip this one in the bud quite strongly uh, and And quite clearly. So while some people might think that it's it's not much of a big deal, I think more from a political perspective, Luxon doesn't want to create the perception that uh, there are a lot of things in the background of his MPs that he doesn't know. So I think he, he really wanted to get out in front
0: and address this. Has he nipped it in the bud? Well, if you
1: can see from the Herald this morning, there are more things to come. I think there's there's more news to, to come out of this, but uh, as, far as, it's, as far as the matter's concerned now, she's lost her portfolios, so she won't be in that space anymore. It'll just be a case of whether we have anything more from other MPs.
0: Excellent. Well, Adam, uh, you've got a, a day of excitement at the New Zealand First Conference, so uh, good luck and uh, you know, have a good time.
1: Thank you very much.